There can be a lot of confusion about exactly what is a double, triple, junior suite, and other hotel room categories. What determines the cost of the hotel room and how properties are rated? Listen as Chris and Jerry help define these and other hotel terms. Enjoy the show. Travel Advice Show. Thank you for listening all around the world. It's been a great, uh, we've been having countries from all around the world uh, reply and listen to our shows. We're on iTunes and on TravelAdviceShow.com. And I'm Chris Newton, one of the co-hosts, and I'd like to introduce my other co-host, Jerry Fuller. How you doing, Jerry? Extremely well. Oh, great, great. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, today we're going to, th- this is a, a a part two of a, a three-part series on hotels all around the world and different types of hotels. And today we're going to talk about types of rooms, hotel ratings, and room costs. And uh, um, Jerry, yeah, if you want to kind of, um, you know, start with kind of like like the different types of rooms that you can have in different lodging accommodations there. Um, but, yeah. yeah, some of the um, the terms we're going to talk about are kind of confusing, and um, we really need to um, have our audience understand the definitions, because some of the definitions may not mean what the normal population will think. And, and they have different definition, definitions in different countries, too, right, for different things um, and stuff? Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah. And okay. so we're going to talk about that. Well, let's start, first of all, with a single room. Okay. A single now a single room um, is for one person for one okay. and that is standard throughout the world okay so one person in a room is a single room but what's in that room can be very different I re- recently returned from China and I was in a magnificent hotel and it was they gave me a suite and I mean a suite that was bigger than most one-bedroom apartments. Wow. I mean, the bathroom was huge with a separate shower and a big, huge tub and a huge bedroom, I mean, large bedroom, bigger than most people's living room. Wow. And then a living room, uh, complete with fireplace, and it was huge. And a balcony off the bedroom and a balcony off the um, the living room. But And it even had um, a little dining table. And that was a single room because one person was in it. Or you can have a single room that has a little bitty bed that's hardly wide enough for anybody to sleep in and an extremely small bath. And they're both single rooms because one person. And then you can have a double room. Now, a double room um, means two people. And it means you can have a normal bed a queen-size bed, a king-size bed, or even two king-size beds in the room. Right, right. I, I've seen it, yeah, or, or, or like two uh, double beds. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. You can have all kinds of beds in there, but only one person is in there. 
I mean, I'm sorry, two people two, are two, in it. Two people, okay. Then we have triple rooms. Now, triple rooms uh, vary around the world. In the U.S., and American-type hotels, such as Hilton's and Sheraton's and Best Westerns throughout uh-huh. the world, uh-huh. most triple rooms will have two double or queen-size beds. Some triple rooms will have two king-size beds. And it means three people will be in there. And two will share one bed, and one will have the other bed. In fact, I'm going to Mexico next week, and my brother and his wife will share one bed, and I will be in the other bed. Uh, we thought it would just be cheaper, and we're great friends, and no big deal. We've known each other for like 35 years since they were married. Right. And... Um, so it's a triple room because there are three people. And then we have a quad room. Oh, and some triple rooms, you'll have like one bed for two people, and they will bring in a rollaway bed. I've had or that they will have a yeah. couch that will turn into a bed. Right, right. That just means there are three people in there. And some places you can get a quad room, particularly here in the U.S., and usually it is two double beds two queen beds or two king beds and four people in there. So these terms mean the number of people. It does not mean anything else. Uh, And they can range from basic rooms up to, like I mentioned. Uh, Now, the one I had in China had one king-size bed. I mean, a big king. I guess they call them Hollywood king or something, but they're big king beds. <laughs> and um, you could put three people in that bed, actually. <laughs> in one bed, yeah. In one bed, it's so big. But um, it's the number of people in the room. And then there's rooms such as dormitory. And dormitory is just like a military dormitory. Yep. It isn't like an, a, a, a classy um, uh, college or university. There are two people in a room. Everybody has two people in a room, and you can close the door, and then everybody shares a bath. But no, a dormitory is is bunk beds, or they can be one bed, but a whole bunch, up to maybe 40 people in a room. And some places even mix the sexes. Uh, But it just means a big room with a bunch of beds in it. I, I've stayed and, a lot of, in those in Europe quite a bit, yeah. Like, oh, uh, yeah. At hostels, you have, like, bunk beds and then, like, have, like, 20 people in one room. In one yeah, room. and we yeah. don't have many dormitories here in the U.S. No, fact, yeah, there's not as many. I don't think we have any. Do I've never heard of one in the U.S., but we probably get um, responses from our listeners say, oh, yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've never heard of one. Have you, Chris? No, no, not, not too much. Um, maybe in the bigger cities, maybe you might have like a hostel that has one big room. But uh, yeah, it's not it's not that common here. Um, you know, in Europe, it was it, every place had one that I stayed in. Yeah, me too. They're all over Europe. Yeah. And then the next category that's kind of famous is a junior suite. A now junior again, suite. this is confusing, and it depends on the part of the world. It depends on the hotel in that country. And they vary tremendously. A junior suite uh, generally is in one room, you will have a bed and a separate, but it's in the room, 
but you'll have a living area, sort of. You'll have a couch and a chair to and a television, but it's all in one room. Okay. And it can be any size, but they're usually quite large. But they don't have to be huge. And then you have the suite. And the suite can range from what I had there in China to fabulously glamorous rooms. I have no idea what they charge. But I do know in the Europe in Europe and the US, that room would easily, easily between fifteen hundred and two thousand a night. Jeez, wow. And yeah. worth every penny of it. Uh-huh. And it was fabulous. But a suite can, uh, well, at the Burj Al Arab in Dubai, uh, the suite, the normal rooms are suites, two stories high, with oh a God. huge living area. It includes a dining table and an office, complete with fax and computer and everything. Wow. And then you go up a sort of a circular stairs, and there's a massive bedroom and a huge walk-in closet, and a huge bathroom. And um, so suites can be uh, really big, or but most hotels, uh, particularly here in the U.S., will take two normal rooms, and they'll put a door in between, and they'll make one of the normal rooms complete with bathroom, the bedroom, and you go through a door. Yeah, I stayed in those, right, right. Yeah, and it will have that will be the living area, and it'll have the same bathroom that you had in the bedroom part. Mm-hmm. So it's just two normal rooms with a door in it. So suites can vary tremendously. And that's really and, good for and, families too, for families, right? You know. For yeah, a lot of families will have that kind of a suite, mm-hmm. uh, where in the living area they might have a roll-out bed, a couch that makes into a bed where the kids might sleep. So I mean. Um, they vary tremendously, but they're the largest rooms in the hotel. Right. Okay. Regardless of what hotel you stay in. So it's very important that um, when you hear these words, don't just assume certain things. Check directly with the hotel. How do you define what is a quad room? Now, to get a, you, I don't think you can even get a quad room in Europe unless you stay in an American hotel like Hilton or Sheraton, okay. something yeah, like that. Yeah. And because um, most hotel rooms in Europe, you're lucky to have two twin beds. Oh, well, all right. Yeah. And in Europe, many of the, the beds, they're two beds, but they're together. They have separate sheets and everything, but they're touching each other. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. You've seen those? Mm-hmm, yeah. Chris? Yeah, yes, I have, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're very common in Europe. Yeah. And the Amman Resorts, which is, my favorite hotel chain oh, the mon- in the yeah. world. Yeah. Uh, their beds are like that. They're touching. And I know when my friend and I travel, uh, he really doesn't like that. And I don't love it. Because, you know, I, I bounce around and carry on and tear the whole bed apart by the time I wake up. And I like a separate bed so I won't you know, bump into anybody. But you do have separate sheets and they're separate beds. But they're right together touching. And um, so you need to check with the hotel and find out their definition of what they're talking about from singles to suites. And then I think we need to talk about hotel ratings. Now, they're also called hotel gradings and hotel classifications. They're all the same thing. But 
Outro ratings is what is most commonly used and people know about. And it's important to understand that there is no international definition to hotel rating. Oh, okay. Um, the most common one is the star rating, the and star. it's one to seven. And a, a five-star hotel in Burkina Faso in West Central Africa is not the same as a five-star hotel in Singapore or Hong Kong. Right. Or in London or in New York or Tokyo or some of these bigger cities. They're not the same. It means the higher the star, well, a five-star hotel in Burkina Faso is the best star in Burkina, a best hotel in Burkina Faso. In the whole country. But yeah. in the world scheme, yeah. it might be a four-star. Gotcha. Okay. So don't expect a five-star hotel, for example, to be the same worldwide, because it isn't. Okay. But a one-star hotel is about the same worldwide. It really is. Oh, the one-star, yeah. Yeah, they're about the same wherever you go. <laughs> and um, basically, a one-star hotel is the cheapest hotel in the country. And um, it can the rooms can be range from kind of big to so small. Uh, we saw a one-star hotel in Cusco, I, I like to snoop around and see different star categories. All right. That I mean, I could hardly get in there. <laughs> they had a single bed uh, up against the wall, about three feet or a meter between the edge of the bed and the other wall. And they had hooks on the wall <laughs> to hang your clothes. Wow. And uh, you had to share a bathroom. Most one-star hotels, in fact, 99% of them, you share a bathroom down the hall. You should, yeah, I've done that, yep, in Amsterdam. So, with everybody yeah. in the whole place, yeah. and uh, or at least on that floor, and um, the bathroom and shower. And, um, and, and, well, the one we saw in Cusco didn't even have a window. Oh, well, yeah, right. Inside. I've had some, too, yeah, or down in the well, basement. I've had them in Mexico yeah. and a few places around the world. Yeah. Uh, where there's nothing else to stay in. Or when I was younger, it was kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't mind it too bad. But, yeah, when you get a little older, yeah, you want a little more comfort. And, yeah. yeah. And uh, talk about age. I honestly feel that any American, U.S. American, and probably U.S. Uh, Canadian American, would uh, North American, um, would not be happy in anything less than a three-star. Um, they, they just won't. Right. And most Americans, particularly if they're, uh, well, 35 and older, uh, around that okay. for a three-star, and most 40-year-old, 45-year-old uh, are really not happy unless it's a four-star. And one star is basic, okay? Yeah, it is okay. basic. You yeah. probably won't have a TV. You may not have a phone. You just have a bed. Yeah. And that's basically it. Now, some, some one-star hotels really are, are better. But then you go to two-star. And two-star, uh, sometimes you'll have a TV. Sometimes you'll have a phone. but And once in a while, you'll get a two-star that will have a bathroom, private bath. And um, But then again, it's not very expensive. Um, probably worldwide, and there's an average of probably... Fifty dollars 
a night for a two-star, anywhere from 30 to 50 maybe. Uh, they can be a little more in some cities like London, but they're around that price, so they're cheap. And then, of course, you have three-star. And uh, now you're getting to um, a, a, what I would call a hotel. Uh, many three-stars have restaurants. Oh, in the I'm hotel and stuff. Yeah, yeah, a and a bar. Don't have, yeah. Pardon? A bar, a bar restaurant. Yeah, they might have a bar restaurant. Yeah. Or um, most do not. Well, some do have a separate bar and a separate restaurant. Right. But you will get a, a decent TV and you'll get a nice bathroom. And they're what we would normally call a hotel. And um, then, uh, or a motel. Uh, they're nice rooms. Um, I, I've i stayed in many three-stars, and I call them getting through, okay? And in some places in the world, a three-star hotel is luxury. Right. And so it's okay. And I'm 72, and I don't want to stay in a three-star hotel because I want more service. I want I choice of more restaurants, etc. Mm -hmm. And uh, the next one is four-stars. Now, this is what most older people stay in. Uh, that's what we're comfortable, uh, comfortable with. And they're all over the world, and it means they usually have two restaurants, a separate bar. Uh, they usually have a shop to buy toothpaste and stuff. All right. And mm. um, the rooms are very nice. And uh, most, well, depending on where they are, but many have swimming pools. And, uh, I mean, they're really very good hotels. Mm -hmm. Very, very good hotel. I call most best Western hotel rooms um, four-star. Many Sheraton hotels are four-star. And many Hiltons are four-star, in my opinion. Okay. And they do, Sheraton, for example, and Hilton have higher rating hotels. Um, another division. But five-star, five-star means it's the best hotel in the country. Really? Okay. And that's, that's... as I said in Burkina Faso, a five-star hotel is the best there. Now in Chad, for example, when we're in Jemina, mm -hmm. they only have one five-star hotel there, and it's in Jemina, and, and it's the Kempinski, and it is a five-star hotel. It is fabulous. Several restaurants, um, separate bar, magnificent pool. They even have a separate building where if you want to... Uh, um, smoke hookah. Oh, it's okay. a wonderful bar out there. And I don't smoke hookah. The hookah. But they, oh, it's yeah. a wonderful bar. It looks like um, like a desert nomad tent oh, sweet. inside. Oh, cool. And outside it's beautiful overlooking the pool, a separate building. And it's fantastic. You can eat out there, dance. And I think there's, if I remember right, an area where a live band could come. But oh, wow. then you sit around and smoke hookah if you want. They don't call it hookah there if you want. But I mean, it's a wonderful place. But it's a five-star hotel and it is a five-star hotel. Okay. You're there and you don't even know you're in Chad. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, you're like in a separate... Well, you can be anywhere in the world, actually. Right. Yeah, we were... I was in the, in China. I was in Hangzhou. H-A-N-G-Z-H-O-U. I'd never heard of the place. And they had a conference. And I went to the conference to do some workshops. And um, this Hangzhou has 9 million people there. Wow. And I'd never heard of it. Wow. Yeah. 
That's a lot well, of people. Uh, Nine million. Yeah, that's then like... I went to a town that I'd never heard of either, and it had three and a half million. Wow. And I mean, it's amazing how many huge cities there are in China, and no one's ever heard of them. Right. Per se, I mean, the normal people have never heard of them. And um, it, but the hotel we stayed in claimed to be a five star, and it was very nice. It didn't have a pool. It had um, one restaurant. And, uh, but it's very nice, very clean. The rooms are quite large. There's two queen-size beds in them and a, and a very adequate bathroom. But it's a shower bath and not a separate shower and a tub. And very nice. But they clean five. No, I put it four. There's no way it's a five-star hotel on the world scene. And um, so it's important to... Um, to understand um, what they mean by it. Now, there's some hotel uh, chains and things uh, that are known as five-star, and they're going to be five-star, like the JW Marriott and the Taj Hotels and the Amans and the Oberoi's. And, uh, oh, I could go on. This is probably the Potential Hotel, um, the Raffles Hotels. Uh, there's probably 20 chains that you know you're getting the five-star. A five-star. then... There's some hotels are called six stars. Oh, wow. And the most famous six star is the Burj Al Arab in Dubai. And this is the hotel that everyone associates with Dubai, or the building. Like the Eiffel Tower is definitely Paris, and the Washington Monument, you see a picture, you say, oh, that's D.C. Right. And uh, you see this picture and say, oh, that's Dubai. Oh, I think The world it, knows Dubai. Yeah. This is the building that looks like a sail. That's right. It has a helicopter pad on top, too, and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Well, the helicopter pad, are you ready for this? Yeah. The helicopter pad is a, um, oh, what do they call them? Where you play golf. Oh, oh, no way. Up uh, on top. A shooting range. I don't know what they call it. And, and tennis courts, too. I think I've seen them play tennis yeah, up there, too. Yeah, and we're talking 20 stories high over the building. Yeah. And I mean that you have a little putting. Wow. It's not putting. I mean, you golf. put the ball down there and you swing as hard as you can like a real golfer. And you're 20 feet in the, 20 stories in the air. Wow. And I wouldn't go out on it. I'm terrified of heights. There's no way I was going out there. And um, I would hardly even look at it. So, so, and, so, uh, so that's a six star. That, that thing, that round thing sticking out, that's yeah. where they play golf. Yeah, wow. And, what, um, yeah, what, and what, well, they might have a helicopter thing up there on the top somewhere. Yeah. What, what makes a six-star different than a five-star, kind of? Is it just well, more, more amenities and stuff like that? Yeah. Basically, it all has mm -hmm. to do uh, with what they call um, um, the amenities, the comfort, the cleanliness, and hospitality. And the service and the hospitality, yeah. 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 And um, um, they're about... I don't know, maybe 10 hotels Oh no, that, that claim to be six stars. And I've stayed in every one of them. And uh, yes, the service, is they're excellent. And I guess you can call them six stars. <clears throat> but if you stay in a, uh, like a JW Marriott and the Mon, Taj, Raffles, uh, I don't think they're, they're really any better. Well, at the Burj, for example, which is definitely called a six-star hotel. It's the only hotel in the world that I would call a six-star hotel. Where's that at again, Drew? That's the one in Dubai. In Dubai, okay, the but, one. Uh, I call it, I mean, to me, I hate it. Um, 
I mean, you get out of your car, and there's a guy that opens your car door. Now, li- li- listen to this. And there are two guys standing in front of the door of the hotel, and they welcome you. You walk through the glass doors into the hotel. There are three people standing there on the right. One has cold towel, cold wash cloth. One has a hot one. Oh, and wow. one has a tray of, like, juice and champagne. And you just take them. And then you meet your uh, somebody, and this person will take you to the escalator, escalate you if you already checked in, and you es- uh, escort you up to the lobby where the um, elevators are. I think there are six elevators, three mm-hmm. on each side. And there's a person handling three of them and one handling the other, th- other three. So there's two people there. And as you're walking up, they... Um, have one waiting for you. They see you coming up, and uh, you get in there, and they welcome you. Then you get up to your floor and open up, and there's two people standing there. <laughs> and when the, You're and, like, I want my privacy. Well, I know, <laughs> and I'm not through. Yeah, and well. then that person takes you over to the um, butler, I think they call him, oh or God. her, and he or she sits at a desk, and uh, handles those rooms on that floor. They're not many because they're huge rooms. Oh, wow. Uh, huge, only nine, I think, on a floor. And um, they have that person welcomes you by name and uh, asks you, you know, how was your day and all that. Really nice people. And then when you check in, they go, they get up there and take you to your room and show you how to get in it. I stayed there four nights, and I still couldn't get my stupid room. Um, my friend could get in. It's a key, the magnetic kind. Oh, okay. Well, and like I could never hold it right. Yeah. And so they got used to it. They told each other no matter what time we got in, everyone knew that Fuller was an idiot. And so <laughs> as a result, um, they would just get up and walk over there and let me in. Well, you go in the room, and they have to show you how to work everything. Oh. Uh, you have a tablet. Now, I can't answer my Samsung S5, okay? I right. swipe and push and swear and swipe and push, and I never get it answered. Maybe 10% of the time it will work. But um, one time my friend stayed out later than I did, and I came in, and I, I couldn't turn off the stupid lights to go to bed. I had to <laughs> open the door and say, could you show me how to turn the lights off? <laughs> <laughs> I wish you had somebody right there in the hallway there. Well, yeah, he's right out there, and they just—they don't say idiot. I just showed you how two right. days before, right. or the an hour or two, ten hours before. But it's very, very high tech, uh-huh. and you better be high tech, high tech to do it. And, okay. But anyway, so you can see about ten people just to get to your room. Oh and me, God. after a couple of days being American and being an adventure outdoor person. I just want to get away. Leave me alone. I know how to get up a stupid elevator. Right. I right. can find it. After That's a while. the first hotel I've ever stayed in. But I guess if you are snobbish, and I guess if you think you're important and rich, yeah. uh, you want this service because you're paying, I think it's four or 5000 a night for this room and does not include breakfast. It's four or $5,000 a night. Wow. wow. Yeah. So uh, it's really expensive and out front, there's Ferraris and Maseratis and Bentleys and Roses and all kinds of cars. And um, so it is really classy, okay? Yeah, okay. And the most classy thing about it is when you go to breakfast. Oh, and what's fun, you go out of your room to go have breakfast. And don't you dare try to go down to the, uh, the uh, 
for the first floor. I think it's minus one, but it's the very bottom, and it, you cannot see that floor from the front. Only the restaurant is right at the bottom, but at the back, and it's wonderful view of the ocean. Beautiful water views, gardens. It's really beautiful. And uh, but it doesn't open until seven, and you cannot take the elevator down there until seven. And I like to eat about six, six thirty at the latest. And I went out there at six thirty, and my friend and we pushed that button, said restaurant. When we didn't, the guy standing there did. We said, "Want to go to the restaurant?" He said, "Oh, you can't go." He said, "Oh, okay." We didn't ask, and we went and pushed it. And do you know what? It didn't go anywhere because uh-huh. it wasn't seven. So the Elevator won't go down there until seven o'clock in the morning. Wow! Wow! And when it opens, it's weird. And I thought that made it a five-star hotel right on the spot. Okay. Okay. And at breakfast, elevator won't even get you that far. But anyway, yeah. it is a wonderful place, but too much for me. Okay. Leave wow. me alone. And um, but it is great. Yeah. And so that that's the most famous rating. Okay. Or okay. rating or classification. Classification. Now, some parts of the world you'll see the rosettes. Have you ever heard of the rosette, Chris? I never have. I never have the rosette. Uh, rosette's most common in Europe and really in Great Britain, and it has to do with the restaurant and the food. Oh, okay. And if you see a hotel that has one restaurant, it means the food's pretty good. It didn't get nothing, okay? It's pretty good. But if you see a five-star rosette hotel, it's red, and it looks... I don't know what it looks like. It's sort of red, and it looks like a rose or oh, a carnation. Oh, okay. Sort of, and it's kind of weird. But uh, if you get a five rosette hotel, you know you've got world class food. Oh, the food. Okay, the food. Yeah, okay. world class food, and it's going to be expensive. Oh. Okay. But the food will be worth it. And uh, in the Caribbean, in Mexico, uh, the U.S. and Canada. Um, we have the Triple A Diamond um, Award for the American Automobile Association Diamond. All right. And this is famous in in the U.S. and Canada, Mexico, and Caribbean. And uh, it's really a very good objective rating. Uh, I trust that rating because Triple A just shows up totally unannounced. They they travel the way I, they do things I do pay full fare and everything. They just go in there and um, stay a few days. And if they hate it, they will get no diamonds, okay? And if they have a decent time, they'll get one or two diamonds. And it goes up to five diamonds. Okay. And uh, every five diamond uh, hotel I've ever stayed in has been very good, very good. Even their three diamond rating hotels are very good. And um, they uh, grade on the restaurant and the hospitality and the cleanliness and comfort of the hotel. And if they don't rate high in all of those, they won't get a five. And if they rate pretty good in some of them, they'll get maybe a four or a three. Okay. And if they're really kind of crummy, they'll get a one. Yeah, and, wow. Um, mm-hmm. So you can trust them. Now, in England, um, they have what's called the Blue Ribbon, Great Britain, I mean. They have the Blue Ribbon and the Crowns. And the higher the crowns, they usually go from one to five. And um, the higher the crowns, uh, the better the hotel and the more expensive. Believe me, you get a five blue ribbon or a five crown or uh, five crown deluxe, or a crown deluxe, 
Now, you're going to pay for it. But it's fabulous. Fabulous. And so let's go to the room cost since we sort of started. Okay. This is very, very difficult to discuss. Um, some hotels in the world, you're just going to pay a lot of money. And because it's an expensive city, like New York, London, Tokyo, yeah. you're going to pay a, pay a lot of money for even a three-star hotel. Right, in the bigger expensive. cities. And so, yeah. and like in Jemina, and we stayed at a five-star, wonderful Kaminsky. And I think it was 350 a night, 350 oh, a night. And in New York, that would have been 700 a night. Right. Five to seven. And uh, just because I guess in Jemina is cheaper. So uh, we thought it was a bargain. And But now, the basically, basically, and it has to do with city. Uh, it has to do with the, uh, one thing that determines the cost is the location. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. The better the location, usually the more expensive the hotel. Like, I stay at a hotel in Paris on the left bank where in my room I look out the window and there's the Eiffel Tower. You got to right, right. yeah, the, all the scenic beauty and yeah. all the stuff, yeah. Yeah. There, and you stay at, there are a couple of hotels in D.C. You can open your window, and there's the White House. Yeah. Or there's the Washington Monument. And so you're paying for that view. In other words, if I had stayed in, at that hotel in Paris, on the other side of the room, a hotel, where I opened up and saw the left bank, the room would be almost half the cost. Oh, right. Wow. Because you don't get the view of the Eiffel Tower. Okay, so and the views are... So the, are and so the view and location... Okay, I didn't realize related. that. The location, okay. Uh, but now, the location is kind of hard to say. Some of the most fabulous hotels I've ever stayed in my life are miles from nowhere. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And they're five-star and they're magnificent. But, I mean, we stayed out in the middle of the boonies in India at the money cost to go see some tigers. And it's a tenant hotel, uh, the Amman Hotel, the Amani Kaz Hotel, tenant hotel. I mean, it was five-star. It was a magnificent hotel. Um, not the normal five-star. Um, in the sense of, um, you know, five restaurants or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was just elegant and classy and the service and the food. And, I mean, it was worth every penny. I don't know what we paid for it. But I imagine fifteen hundred a night, maybe uh, at least, including the tax and service, which someone's famous for charging like twenty five percent of the room cost, automatically added. But it was worth every penny, whatever it was. So the location, no matter where the location is, but you're where you're supposed to be. Gotcha. And then the view. Um, if you're down in Waikiki or a beach resort, uh, and the view is that. Well, I mean, you can go to uh, like Bora Bora. And if you stay in an overwater bungalow, which is water all the way around it, you're going to pay a lot more money than if you stay in the same hotel with a garden view. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. probably three times more. And then if you're out where you can actually see the mountains and the lagoon, which is why you go to Bora Bora, you're going to pay a lot more money for those overwater bungalows, maybe $500 more Jeez. per night. Uh, because it's worth it. Because you get walk out on your balcony, and wow, 
that's what you paid all that like, money where to am see I? And, yeah. and you don't even care what the cost is. They can charge 5000 a night and you'd pay it. Yeah. And I won't. I hope nobody's listening that owns these hotels. But the view is what you pay, went to Bora Bora for, and there it is. When you wake up, and you can get on that balcony. It's big, and it's over the water, and you walk down the steps and snorkel. Right. Right there. And so, I mean, that's why you pay the big bucks, and it's worth it. Okay. And then also, the room cost, as I talked about, like the single room up to the suite, yeah. it's the size of the room. It's the size. Or okay, the category the size, yes. of the room. Okay. And the um, amenities in the room, too. Yeah. So, I mean, a suite definitely is going to cost much more. Yeah. I mean, suites can uh, be up to 10000 a night or more. Yeah. And in the same hotel, that might have a room like 500 a night. Right. Or 400 So, it has to do with the size of the room, depending upon what kind you're getting. And the hotel name. Oh, the name. Yeah. I mean, if you stay at a Mon Hotel, you know you're going to pay a lot of money, okay? Yeah. No matter where in the world it is, or a Taj, or a, a Raffles property, or it's a, a brand. Belmond. Yeah. Um, my favorite, one of my favorite hotels in the world, chain, is Belmond. B E L M O N D. I mean, their hotels are wonderful. I mean, they're worth the money, and they're definitely five star, and the, the service. We stayed at, um, I always call it the wrong name in Cusco. It's not the Monasteria, but it's the other Belmont. has two words. Only stayed there five nights. I think I know the name. And um, it has two words, and I always call it wrong, but it starts with a P. One of the words starts with a P. And um, wonderful. I mean, That's I'd cool. call it a six-star hotel. It yeah. was so great that the end when we checked out, I added $500, $100 per night for tips, and they'd already charged 15% tip wow. already. <laughs> of the yes. hotel room, that said the room is 800 night, uh-huh. uh, that would be uh, $120. bucks. they would already charged for tips, and I gave another 500 per night. And it was the best service hotel I've ever stayed in in my life and, and, anywhere in the world and what was the name of that one i don't even know oh well, where was it where was it in cusco in cusco peru yeah, peru? yeah cusco peru okay and it's a belmond a they belmond? have two in cusco one is the monastery of which i used to stay in okay then they built this one and let me tell you uh and anybody can find it by going to belmond hotels i think it's belmond.com okay and uh, it, there are two hotels in cusco and don't not the monastery which is very good Excellent. That's great. But this one, well, wow. <laughs> well, excellent, Jerry. I think we, we gave a good uh, overall view of the types of rooms and then uh, uh, and the, the hotel ratings and the room costs and everything. You know, but I we think... have to do one more thing about the two more things on cost. Oh, okay. Hotel okay. name. The and I sort of mentioned that. Yeah, okay. You're going to pay, but the amenities. The more amenities at the hotel, like golf, golf course, uh-huh. tennis courts, being on the ocean. Yeah. Uh, this kind of thing, or high in the mountains, in the mountains. if you want, right. uh, you're going to pay a fortune for it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Thank you for listening to our show from all around the world. We really appreciate that. And we'd like to uh, give a shout-out. Uh, thank you to Stephen Pratt for helping compose the music, the wonderful intro and the ending of the show. 
And yeah, I also like to uh, say thank you to James Steed uh, for helping with the website and audio information. And also Nate Scholes um, about uh, getting us on the right track and helping us on the podcast on Travel Advice Show. Um, so thank you so much and uh, enjoy all your travels around the world. Yeah, it is. It is. I, I love it. Yeah. Okay. 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 We'll, we'll look forward to the next show, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. okay thank you. Okay. Yep. Uh-huh.